HelloFresh makes getting back into the fall routine easy. Their delicious seasonal meal kits take the guesswork out of meal prep and are delivered right to your door. Get up to 14 free meals, including free shipping, with code FACE14 at HelloFresh.com slash FACE14. This is a Rooster Teeth production. I don't like the switch. What? I'm looking up stuff about things. <laughs> you missed the whole thing. What the fuck is that? You missed the whole thing. There was a whole argument at the end of, uh, well, yeah, I guess last episode. It'd be fair to say the end of it. After it, That's you left. True. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a brief argument that uh, mm-hmm. I had to do some research on. What was the argument? I, I guess we should save it. Do I bring it up now? I guess we're recording. Gavin will be here in a minute. It's about taste buds. What about him? We had a... We had a a little bit of an argument about taste buds and their possible locations, where they can be in the body. They're on your tongue. They're on your tongue. I said that they were also in your ass, and that's why you felt spicy things. Oh, I was, forgot about uh, this. Yeah. Well, I will say, and Gavin will have to corroborate this, there was a bit on the Howard... Oh, I guess Eric would know, too. There was a bit on the Howard Stern years ago where Richard Christie was able to correctly identify flavors of beer pour into his ass five out of six times. I don't think that was to do with any taste bud, though. <laughs> I just assumed that was sort of the feel and maybe the aroma. What do you mean, the feel? The anal the feel. feel of beer? What do you mean? Well, you've, you've got nerves. Okay, but you... I don't... I don't think I could tell the feel if it was in my mouth. If you pour me, yeah. like, seven different types of drinks... Liquid's liquid. It's Yeah, it's liquid. You couldn't just... You couldn't tell, like, carbonation or viscosity through your mouth? I get... But I... That's... Not like taste. Taste would be the factor, not feel. I bet you all liquids feel the same. Yeah, I'm kind of with Andrew on that. I mean, maybe not identical, but I don't think six beers feel different enough to tell from with your butthole. Maybe you could tell the difference between like motor oil and uh, like Pepsi or something. <laughs> but I, I don't know that you could tell the difference from beer to beer. Yeah. Well, how come you don't taste taste a poo coming out then? Oh, that's a fuck. Uh. I don't like that. Well, you're the one who said you got taste buds. That's in your what ass. I what thought. You, what That's what I heard. It? So I I did some research. Who <laughs> from? What do you mean? I don't know. Where do you learn anything? I can't source the, most uh, of the stuff I've learned. <laughs> Where did you learn? Well, no, that was gonna be a real dumb one. Wow, I'm glad I <laughs> glad I cut oh, myself. That what was, was that gonna be? No, don't worry about it. We're good. <laughs> but I did some googles. I did some googling, and I found out. There are not taste buds in your ass. That was that was wrong, but I was directionally correct. <laughs> there are taste receptors in your ass as oh. well as all over your body. You got taste receptors all over the place. I think they're in your balls. They're everywhere. They're in useless okay. places. What though? I don't know. They're in useless places. It sounded like scientists. So from my interpretation, scientists were like, where are their taste receptors? Holy fuck, there are taste receptors everywhere. We don't know why. We don't know why this is this way, but you got them all over the place. Including the butt, mm. including the asshole. I don't think I ever tasted anything with anything else. What, like, on purpose? <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> I know what he means. I know what he means. He's never noticed a taste on anything on his body other than his tongue. Yeah, I'm never, like, lying down on a, on a sun lounger and, like, Ugh. Or he never, like, spilled a chocolate shake on his knee and went, oh, I can still taste it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I don't know how these they work, <laughs> but I do know they're there. I do trust smarter 
more generally educated and informed people about taste receptors are saying that there are taste receptors in your ass, and I will trust those people. I agree, dude. I think you can taste stuff with your butthole. Totally. Now, I don't... I believe every taste bud also has taste receptors, but not every taste receptor has a bud. Is how that works out. So the, the question is, uh, will Jeff taste his milk icicle? That is a great question. Yeah, that is oh, sort of uh, what led into this. Hold on. Jeff, we're did get, you do getting, your homework? We're getting off track. Uh, first off, hello and welcome to another episode of <laughs> Face. I believe it is episode <laughs> 72. Uh, my name is Jeff and with me as always, Andrew and Brick. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. I feel like I've established some solid points in this episode. I think this one's going well for me. I like this. I, I wonder. I mean, I, I get that a taste uh, bud is. Oh, by the way, but you didn't say how you're doing, Brick. That's me, right? Yeah, that was what we <laughs> determined <laughs> last week. It's a triangle. <laughs> I'll be honest. Last week, my internet was cutting out left and right, and I can't remember a lot that happened. <laughs> At one point, Andrew was about to say something funny, and I didn't hear the end of it. And then when I heard the sound come back on, he was mad that neither of us reacted to it. So I, so I was like, oh, I to, feel like I missed out on something there. I guess you haven't been able to listen to that episode yet either. The, I don't know if this was on, if we captured this on audio or not, but that episode stepped down. We stepped down from that episode and we were like, that was one of the better episodes we've done in a while. I felt really good about it. Really great. And you were like, I have no, I didn't hear any of it. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I heard the the back half of a lot of sentences, and I said a lot of stuff uh, followed by silence. <laughs> but who knows how it turned out? I, from what I remember, from what I did experience, I do remember it being quite a nice one. Yeah, it was a good, it was a goodie. That was a great pivot, though, Jeff. Have you done your homework? What is uh? Let's what focus is focus back on that? How's your homework doing? You do your homework? Oh yeah, I picked Tiffany. Uh, I think she's gonna win Survivor. Thanks for asking. That's, that's Gavin. Who did you that's pick? Not that was not the homework. I picked uh, how it's done. Right, right, right. You picked that guy. Uh, anyway, uh, what's new with you guys? Uh, what's new is I was just curious if you did the homework of, of trying the product that you've been trying to pitch for the last last episode, 40 minutes of last episode. Any product. update on that? Uh, hold on a second. Let me think about this so I can remember what you're talking about. Uh, is this an old bit we did a while back? <sighs> I, oh, uh, I tried. Beef, beef bracelet? Portable? No, yep. Sure, it was that one. It wasn't. It wasn't the one where you covered your ass in Tiger Bomb, and then was surprised. I feel to like I can. I can smell lawyers coming on. The worst part is I don't even know if Gavin can back me up because he missed all of last episode. <laughs> so I feel <laughs> like this is really. I'm in I a corner here. I'll be. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't remember what you're talking about. But that's not to say it didn't happen. Uh, was this something? Was this pencil related? No, no. It was like the pencil equivalent of your asshole, though. It looked you like a, a pencil. <laughs> yeah. It looked... <laughs> it was more like a blade, uh, I would say. It's very sharp. It was a weapon. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you guys. I've been so busy doing other stuff. I didn't remember to stick a fucking... <laughs> a joke popsicle up my asshole. Yeah, I just... It slipped my mind. I'm real sorry. That's the best place it can slip, probably. I'm real sorry, but I also... I gotta, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. At forty six years old, I don't know that my i that my prop icicle up my asshole covered in tiger bomb days aren't behind me. <laughs> <laughs> it may be a younger man's game. It might be. I could see that. Well, what if we sub? What if we sub the pencil for the ice pick? I'll tell you what for I the did. icicle. I'll tell you what I did do. Okay. I scheduled a colonoscopy. That'll be way more invasive. Okay. I mean, what? So is there? 
I've never had a colonoscopy. Is there pain afterward? I'd assume. Is it? Uh, no, not at all. You're there, asleep. You're asleep the whole time. But there's but no it's like more wake invasive. Up. It is more invasive. A, but I was just curious. They snake if the a public... can They toilet snake a camera through you. I'm just. I was curious <laughs> if you would need like some ice in the hole. If that would be good. If like if there's no, some swelling no, no, down no. there, it the could problem, be like a multi-use product. The problem with the colonoscopy is the prep. That's all the shit you got to drink to clean yourself. And then all the shit you got to shit. <laughs> it's the it's the it's the, like the 48 hours of shitting your brains out and then like having to drink 18 gallons of this gross contact liquid. I'm just imagining a cut man with one of your your popsicles as like a scenario in which that could be needed. How terrifying that'd be. He's man, got like I'll, the lube, the wraps. I'll be honest, I'll be honest. I was hoping against hope that you would forget. And then we would just oh no, that's not the only thing I haven't forgot about Jeff. Jeff, how fast have you been able to throw a baseball? That was a few <laughs> weeks ago at this point. What's your what's your bottom number? Oh, we haven't done it yet. No. I saw the ball. Gavin, Gavin <laughs> saw the ball though. <laughs> Why haven't you thrown the ball yet? My favorite thing about the ball is that there's three digits on it. Like who's throwing a hundred <laughs> miles an hour that thing? <laughs> I don't know. It goes up to one twenty. So you know, they wouldn't put it, they wouldn't put it there if there wasn't a need. <laughs> uh why you i'm it? all about throwing the ball i don't know because it hasn't been i feel like at this point it's a thing if we're gonna do it there's gotta be we've gotta film it right no well yeah film it now yeah i don't i can't <laughs> you just it doesn't need to be a thing you setting the low bar the thing is three months from when you throw it that's the thing trying to hit the number did we determine it was three months yes yes we did from the point of you throwing, you have three months to prepare for. Why the did we, throw. when did we uh, three months? Seem, when did we land on three months? You said it in an episode, like three episodes ago, or whenever we brought it up. You're like, I'll throw it, and then in three months, I said I'll I probably I, I doubt I was that definitive. I was probably like in a few. You months, were very definitive because I feel like six is probably closer to what. A, what but well, I don't know. We don't know because I will see. Said three. It, it depends. Hold on. Two episodes ago, you said about six months. I think is what Nick said. Okay, that's fair. Uh, he typoed that. Oh yeah, I mean, you, you misread. He didn't typo. You misread his three two, as a six. Two yeah, episodes you ago, you said about six months. I think. Then Eric said six months. Then Nick <laughs> said six, and then he said it in Spanish. He said, "Hey uh, guys, six. what's up? Producer Eric here. How's it going? Um, so just wanted to step in and get a definitive call on this. Jeff said that he would need three months to train from the first throw of the baseball." So he was going to throw the baseball, mm -hmm. get a baseline for how fast he could throw, and then with his shoulder that I think is the one with arthritis, he's going to throw <laughs> 80 miles an hour uh, just after he has set his initial baseline. He said he needed three months to train, and then at that point, what we're going to do is film it in slow motion, get an umpire, a catcher, and a guy with a radar gun. We're going to go out to a field, and uh, Jeff is going to throw a baseball probably 72 miles an hour. Well, that would be eight miles under what I need. That would be. I like the idea that you think you just need three more months to do it. That's what I well, appreciate about three, you right three, now. Your head's like three months a little tight, but six months I can definitely do in six. Three months, months uh, from when I throw the first baseball. I'm saying I don't think we could give you six years. I don't think it makes a difference. <laughs> oh, 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 it'll definitely happen in six years. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Why don't we do a like, tiered system then? If you you get first prize, if you do it, in yeah, I'll do it three months, and if I'll it's do within it. six years, you get like bronze. We don't need that. We'll just we'll do three months, and that's what it is. Okay. I'll, we'll throw the baseball soon. We have to figure out how to set the distance or whatever on it. We'll throw the little baseball soon. We'll film that. We'll get it officially recorded, 
and then we'll go from there. Okay. I'm but I'm not the producer of the show, so I can, you know. Well, you're the one with the baseball. So I feel <laughs> like you have you have agency over when it's thrown. You have all the pieces. I don't know what the producer has to do with. It's literally you just need an iPhone. You throw a ball against a wall, see it's you know like what I'm, 40. You know what I'm you know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing you produce this bit. That's awesome, dude. What a producer would do. Great job. I'm not producing. I'm just telling you how to do this very simple thing that you're avoiding because you're scared. That is, you're that backing is down from the 80s. You I'm not realize, scared. Oh, no, you no, no, no. no. 80s I'm not scared at all. I think 80 is highly doable. And I, I, am, I have every confidence that I can throw this ball 80 miles an hour. Don't, you don't have to worry about it. Do you need, I, I do you need help? Do you need help setting the distance and filming it, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think you need slow motion. Here's what I need. No, Here's what I need. I need, I need somebody else in face to lift a finger to help me. Well, I've lifted fingers before. I, and I I, like I've, I've lifted appreciated all. it. I can do I, it again. I really appreciate it. I really appreciated that time you did it. you needed help initially throwing the ball. You said you were just going to throw the ball. I didn't know that you needed... If I would have known that, we would have already gotten this going. Yeah, let's do it, man. I thought you this somebody was to film on it. you throwing the ball. <laughs> yes. I got I to throw the ball to set the base time. Right. I didn't know you needed <laughs> help with that. Well, I figure I didn't initially, but now that it's become a thing, if it's going to end up on YouTube, if it's going to be a whole deal, then I think it should be treated. <laughs> it was as always a thing, have... but the thing was the second part. Yeah. The first part was never the thing. The thing is you try to actually set 80 because we well, all agree you're not video, just going to throw 80. What kind of video do you have where I we don't see the first part and then you just see me throw it 80 miles an hour? There's you don't need a God. fucking. We have a video that's not gonna exist. <laughs> You're gonna have. A, you need a video of me throwing it in the high fifties, early sixties, and then you need a video of me throwing it 81, 82, like Michael Johnson. I just love the idea of trying to sell this YouTube channel. We have videos such as Jeff rides a bike, <laughs> Jeff throws a ball. It's really top notch stuff. You and and, and you ride a jet ski, and me on Wait, a you. You think that you're going to top out in your first throw, you think you're going to throw 58 miles an hour, and then in three months, you're going to throw 80 miles an hour? Well, Is I don't that think, what you just said? I think my first throw, after not throwing a baseball for however many years, will probably probably not be representative of what I could do with even three or four days of training. Have you thrown the ball at all? No. <laughs> Any throws? <laughs> no. I don't understand. I think he, I think he I needs help with the measurement because you need to set a distance, and I assume it calculates from when it goes from zero G to when it feels an impact. So if it doesn't know the set distance, it doesn't know the speed. Yeah, he's got a point. It's a lot of math involved. And I think we it's all know just maths. Math. <laughs> it's a maths ball. Yeah. I don't... Okay. Well, you should throw a baseball so we get a base number, and you can begin your training. I'm very excited to see you train. 60 I'm feet, also 6 excited. inches is how far... It needs to go. It's very specific. I have, I have my burger confidence. I'm irrationally confident about burgers, historically. Jeff is absurd with his baseball throwing speed. He's got baseball confidence. I'm curious what your confidence <laughs> is, Gavin. We haven't encountered it yet, yet, I don't think. Like, what is the thing that you irrationally yeah, believe in yourself being able to do? That's interesting. Have you ever yeah, had I think one? I'm, I think I'm yet to find my confidence. Like just in general or within a bit for this? There has had to have been a time where you're like, I can definitely do this in your way. Out. A little bit of both. I feel like Jeff knows something I don't. I'm just laughing and I've yet to find my confidence. I'm getting some dirties. <laughs> uh, 
I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever been as confident, Andrew, as you were that you could eat burgers. But also that that resulted in nothing for you because you've still never done that or come close. Uh, I've come close. I reject that. The second time I did it, I ate like 42 of them. I got close. I thought the second time you did it, but, you ordered the wrong ones and then stopped halfway through. No, that was the third. No, no, sorry, that, that was, was the, the third, third attempt. <laughs> yeah, that, that was try number three. Look, if that you was, were yeah. 42 in away from 50, that's way closer than 58 miles an hour to 80. So I, I would say you're closer to your burger victory than Jeff is from his, bur- his, his baseball victory. That's a fantastic point. Do you think... And I didn't do any training for mine. Uh, I showed up. I don't know about that. You Just train every day. <laughs> no. You train three Those... times a day, motherfucker. <laughs> that's like that's like if you showed up to a marathon and did no running and was like, I walk. I walk every day. I've been training. If I've it's a walking marathon, then you're training every day. No, it's not training. Just because if you, you do go a thing doesn't make it training. If you competition and you eat every day, that's training. That's not training. It is training. That's not. <laughs> no. I reject this. It's a ridiculous Are you by eating, eating one burger a day you're training? If I was eating a burger a day, that might be training. <laughs> I, I could maybe see that point. That's such a specific <laughs> food and only eating burgers. <laughs> Just general eating isn't training. <laughs> I'm not fucking eating popcorn at the movie theater being like, I'm training. I'm working. I'm putting in the extra time. I'm no, getting no. a refill like what I'm in the gym it? right now. What if you ate it really fast? You're training. That speed has nothing to do with <laughs> It's a different texture, first of all. It's like a different climate. To do it. You were saying speed. If you ate it fast enough, your body wouldn't realize it's Yeah, full. but it's not. The, it's like if you're playing tennis and you're fucking playing on clay courts, <laughs> it's not going to be the same when you're playing love, on different courts. I love the all of your Yeah, analogies. but you're still playing tennis. You're still training at tennis. All of your analogies involve tennis. <laughs> what do you the mean? second one in two weeks. You're what like, was my other tennis <laughs> now? You're like, you're like Ryan and like if every tennis hit was a different game or something. What is it with you and tennis? I don't remember the other one. Let me tell you about a drill we used to do called the sewing machine back when I played tennis. <laughs> you like tennis almost as much as you like honey mustard. Oh, not even close. I'm pretty indifferent to tennis. Tennis is a great if it's on, I'll watch it type sport. It's fun, but I'm never chasing. I'm just relating it to how many times you brought it up without. Oh, try- okay, well, let me think of a different. What's uh, what's an analogy where you're doing something? Is uh, Is walking training for swimming? <laughs> Those aren't the same things. You're moving your legs in both. <laughs> Jesus you can't, fucking Christ. You can't apply those two things as the same. Those are different things. You've lost me now. No, but I would say that... Uh, well, you got to kick your legs. When I would say that there are strokes I would say dog I mean, paddling in a pool is probably training for swimming. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's swimming. Yeah, so <laughs> oh, eating, eating is eating. <laughs> no, but it's different because the part of Ingesting eating, food the part through your of mouth, com- down your throat, and into your stomach. It's and then not the asshole. function of eating. Competitive eating isn't training for the function of eating. It's the storage of the food. That is what you train for. Also, like jaw things, I guess that is technically more like the chewing. You got to build up your muscles. You got to get your strength. The majority you gotta of You got to practice your chewing technique. I'm sure it's all about that chewing There's technique. There's no Everybody's chewing probably technique. Everybody's probably got their own like, like choo choo uh, choo choo uh. Or like some people are probably like choo 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 choo, choo 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 choo. <laughs> you don't know. No. You're not a professional I either. do. I'm not, but I did research one night before I was going <laughs> to do the thing. And it sounds oh. like 
from my understanding, it's about just creating space in your stomach, essentially like stretching your stomach out, getting it comfortable with expanding it so you can store more than, than the base stomach. That's where you, the training is. You told us that it was you were training your brain to eat quickly because you'd be further along before your brain caught up or some shit. I, you had all kinds of No, other... I was just trying to go fast because I figured if I ate as much as possible, my brain wouldn't know what was happening until I got, I got further along. And it worked on the second I one. I feel like, it, as you know, Andrew, it's your redemption year. I feel like maybe a fourth attempt it is. might be on the cards. Yeah. Here's the, no, here's the thing about <laughs> the burgers. When you do the burgers, it takes a lot out of you. You lose a part of your soul every time you go into that McDonald's bag. <laughs> so you've, you, you've lost and three chunks of soul? I've lost you know what you more have, than you know, three chunks. Do you know what you haven't had to do? Stick a milk what? popsicle up your asshole. Talk about losing a piece of your soul. I'm going to stab my soul. Well, that's what I was saying. I think we could potentially write off the entire pencil punishment and just have Andrew do the milk popsicle. Oh. No. I'm not the one selling it. That was my issue with Jeff is that he spent 40 minutes talking about how great it is. Yeah, but you can you can effectively erase a debt here. And it is the redemption year. I'm going to erase a debt by doing Jeff's debt in a bet that I lost to you. Is that uh -huh. what you're saying? <laughs> is that how that works? <laughs> what? I, I owe the pencil I mean, that, because that, of a bet I lost to you. To me. You owe the audience the pencil. <laughs> no, I owe you the pencil. The audience is just demanding it. But I owe you the pencil. The comment leavers have failed to stop leaving comments about the pencil, Andrew. I haven't made a bet with the comment leavers. I made a bet with you, and I lost that can bet. I, in front can, of I tell you, can I just say... <laughs> it doesn't a, matter as, who's in front. What's that, Jeff? As a no, just, just a little aside, because this goes into something that I wanted to talk about briefly anyway. Uh, mm -hmm. There was, a, sub, there was a, a thread on Reddit. I don't know if either of you or uh, if you guys, no. any of you saw it. Uh, recently, it was somebody uh, got the Billy Ripken face card and, and posted it. And then there was like hundreds of people in the comments. But the top comment on the Billy Ripken, <laughs> like just in like baseball cards or whatever thread <laughs> is, eat the pencil, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> it is the top fucking comment on some other subreddit about that baseball card. And then there's about 500 other face comments, which is awesome to go to some other corner of the internet and find uh, facers, comment leavers going nuts. But it is literally eat the pencil. Andrew is the number one comment, which I just find to be very funny. I mean, what more of a perfect end to your redemption year, Andrew, than to eat the pencil or to swap? But the you're not pitching that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're saying what more than a perfect end to your redemption Here's year what I'm gonna do. than you hey. not doing the thing people are demanding and instead do a thing that Jeff said he would do. I'll be right back. It makes no sense, Gavin. I, I, it's a I ridiculous just, I just want your, your redemption year to be as whole as possible. And I feel like you're, you're off to a good start, but you haven't redeemed yourself in like two months. I want it to be as whole as it can while avoiding certain holes. <laughs> I will, I will cover upper holes I'm okay with to comp make it whole. Lower holes, not... What if I... Because here's the thing. Yeah. You got taste receptors in your mouth, too. Yeah, that's true. Could I just try... Could I do the same test with the mouth? What test? I need to look into Tiger Bomb. Oh. <laughs> to, the, to, to test the efficiency. Because that's really where this comes down to. It's an efficiency test. Of how, how quickly you can remove the spice. Yeah, I don't know, like, I don't think we know if milk actually counters the spice of a Tiger Bomb ointment at all. I think that's that was the basis with, of We're thinking that it's time. only the uh, the peppers, the hot peppers. Yeah, the, uh, oh, what's it called? The uh, fucking shit. I'm not going to remember it. The jalapenos. The, uh, 
I don't know why I'm still trying. No, not that. There's a word for it. There's a specific spice word. People are like, oh, it has this oh, many of those. Re- oh, uh, you're, you're Scoville? Yeah, the Scoville. Capsaicin yeah. That's what I was thinking of. So where did you go, Jeff? I, here's what I've done. Uh, because I don't want to... Well, first off, I got to thinking about it. Uh, I don't want to rile the comment leavers up because they get... You start talking pencils and they go <laughs> they get whipped up into a frenzy. And, I, and it's the same thing with uh, the porta potties or the sauces. I don't want to turn this into a whole other sauce thing. So while you guys were arguing about capsaicin or whatever, <laughs> uh, I went ahead and just said, we'll see what happens. I went and I got... Uh, I cracked open a new c- container of Tiger Bomb Ultra and I put just the tiniest bit of my butthole. So I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to deal with that. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm gonna deal with that while we're sitting here, and then if it gets bad enough, I may not have a choice. (laughs) What? (laughs) He won't film himself and throw a baseball. But he'll just put Tiger Bomb in his ass on an audio podcast. Yeah, I mean, I put Tiger Bomb on my balls on uh, Achievement Hunter video once. It's like that part's easy. It's the, the hard part to me is to mentally you know get there to put that thing in my butthole but if i'm in such excruciating pain is that wise right before a colonoscopy i that's that's a couple oh, okay i just scheduled it i'm also I'm fine. do you have a no spicy icy is that what what, what it was called do you have one on hand the no, the no spice yeah i got the original i got the prototype what do you mean you still have the original it's been in my freezer this whole time <laughs> I, that makes it so much worse for whatever reason well, it's head. like two weeks old <laughs> yeah the older it gets like even though it's just a frozen product hey, i don't hey. I'll tell you what my asshole doesn't have. Taste buds. The taste receptors in my butthole aren't going to care. That's true. That's fair. Okay. I'd, it's a wild move by you. Nick has a good point here. He says, uh, <laughs> hopefully it's not freezer bird. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, I, I'm also not sure it's going anywhere near me. We're just going to see how bad this... And and, and I'll not be honest sure. with you. It's getting... It's getting... It's getting... It's getting... It's... Mm. So uh, where would you rate the uncomfortable... <laughs> 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 How uncomfortable is it currently between one and ten? Sounds like it got in his mouth. <laughs> Where's your? It's a... <laughs> how close is your mouth to your asshole? Why? It's not. It's it's making me cough for some reason, and it's I'm sweating. I'm sweating like it's like I'm outside. It's like a oh my god. <laughs> what does it taste like, Jeff? <laughs> It's not good. <laughs> this is oh. the new drinking from a can without burping. He's going to do this every week. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again. I don't know why it made me cough, but it also cleared my nose out. You can clear your nose out through your it's asshole. Like Vicks vapor up <laughs> your anus. Bomb in it. <laughs> yeah, it goes all the way goes straight into you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you did this. I don't know, I don't know why you're willing to, to do this, but you won't throw a baseball. I wanted, to, I, want, I wanted to calm the pencil beast. That's all. Oh, okay. Oh. I respect that, but it's just, it seems, you know. It was, I did it out of the abundance of love for you, Andrew. Oh. You did. That was you a done, nice You move. jumped on the grenade. Oh. You jumped on the pencil grenade. It was. It was, it was very considerate oh. of you, Jeff. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, your no suffering. <laughs> Jeff put his <laughs> anus over the pencil grenade. <laughs> I don't want to make How did you apply it to your... Your anus with your finger. That I cleaned okay. after. Yes. <laughs> I, I washed my hands. Uh, see, I can't tell if I'm shitting right now. Or not. You did not. it quite you early in the podcast. We still got like half of it left. Yeah. yeah. Well, I figured I. Yeah, we'll see. 
<laughs> Andrew usually suddenly does something right at the end, but not usually in the first half. Well, see, if I did it at the end, if I did it at the end, then I could just wait out the podcast ending and then I wouldn't have to face the popsicle, which I'm still, you know, not super on board with. Just so you guys know. Um, ugh, oh, you don't have sucks. to. I was just curious if you did the sucks. homework. It's hard. To That's see. really where this stemmed from. No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. And, I, and I'm taking the punishment. I did my homework. My homework is done. You want to give us a homework update? Did you get us a. You get us a. You got us a jet ski. I've I've secured secured some aquatic vehicles. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> that was the standard oh last God. time. I've uh, I've reached out. I've I've acquired what we need. Jet skis are in hand, possibly. <laughs> I don't want to tip my hand. It'll be a nice surprise. But we got them. I did mine. I did my part. I don't part. like the way you phrased it as aquatic vehicles. It was like how you phrased writing utensil. Well, like we don't know what that's going to mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a let. Well, hmm. It's a jet ski. I think that's it's fair. A jet I got us what we needed. I did my part. You did my part. A pair I just of skis to give an update with on fireworks assignment. on the back, haven't you? That's that's a jet ski to you. What have you? What have you what? made? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made anything. I did not make a single thing. I've acquired this as a product. Uh, We're good. I've done my part. Aren't we supposed to do something in GTA? Yes. Or something? First? I don't know why you made me do the homework of acquiring the vehicles before we did the part where we're going to test in a video game if it was worth doing. I, uh, but I've done my part. I tried to actually set that up today, and I realized I didn't have GTA installed, and it takes a fucking year to install, so it's installing in the background right now so that I can build that map for ah. us. Okay. Has everybody? Well, I'm excited to. Is everybody else hot? <laughs> God damn! I'm gonna Not get hot. a drink. You guys keep. I'll be back. I can get a drink. Where do, I suffered a great betrayal. Where do you think week. he's gonna pull the drink? Yeah, what's the betrayal? Uh, that's a great question. I'd assume the mouth. I don't think the ass. You think that Jeff has like a butt chug type setup for? If you were going to try to alleviate, would you use water? Like, what liquid uh, would you use to... On a hot ass? Yeah, on a hot ass. Probably just cold water. Yeah, I think so. I'd probably, I'd probably lie down in the bath, uh, swing the old legs, you know, knee, knees up towards the head, uh -huh. and turn on the cold tap. I think I'd go sparkling water, personally. I want a little bit of bubbles. <laughs> Make it a little bit fun. Why? <laughs> you would a add bit more fizz to a, to a, <laughs> yeah. a tangy yeah. anus? Yeah. Sounds like a nightmare. The bubbling fizz. would be a nightmare. Oh, it just sounds like a fun time. Normal water is bland. It's been an anus-heavy couple of weeks, and I think Jeff has. has guaranteed that by putting something into his this episode. Um. Yeah, we're not a. <laughs> we're not. We're not a this podcast about. <laughs> we're not a podcast about sports, uh, of Survivor <laughs> or buttholes, but boy, they come up a lot. Oh. Oh, I have a head. My great betrayal. My pillow head. wall betrayed me. Oh. I got betrayed. Did you wake up with a stiff neck? Oh, no. That has never happened. Did it collapse on you and bury you? No. Well, sort of. It didn't bury me. So we, I had a whole issue. I, I, I took some damage. The pillow wall fell down. It was a great collapse of the pillow wall. But I wasn't in the bed when it fell. <laughs> I just climbed into bed. And I hate laying on pillows that are on me, like underneath me. I find it super uncomfortable. Wait, I need to... <laughs> I, like, if it's on my body, I don't like it. I need to have my head or shoulder as the, as the main point of contact. So I slid down the bed, and because the pillow was in like the middle of the bed, my feet were hanging out the bottom of the bed by quite a lot. 
and I'm not a fan of that either. I still <laughs> have it baked into when I was a kid, you know, with like the monster under the bed type thing. I don't like yeah. any limb or my feet sticking out the bottom. It's just easy to grab. It <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it at all. But I slept like that one night. It was terrible. So the next day, or I guess a few days later, I was sleeping in my bed and I was dreaming that I was back in that scenario again. My dream was that I was in the middle of the bed. My feet were sticking out. And I was like, ah, this is no good. I got to climb up the bed, smash my head into the wall. I was already <laughs> at the top of the bed. I went full force, head first, forehead first into my wall, smashed it against it. Wait, so you were lying down in bed, dreaming that you were lying down in bed, but a foot further down? <laughs> yes. Yes, that was my dream. And in the dream, I was like, I need to get hired. There was no hire to go. But in my dream, I picked myself up off the bed and like threw myself upwards. And uh, I went straight into the wall. Was I it just lifted up and headbutted it? What time is, is it when this happens? It's like 730 a.m. <laughs> and you're dead ass asleep. I was dead ass asleep and I got woken up and it fucking it was not good. Is it dark in the room? Oh, it's so bright. As oh, I said is. before, my blinds are some bullshit. Yeah. They don't they don't block anything. So it's super bright. I'm very confused. I'm angry at my dream. I'm angry at my pillow wall for deceiving me. This deception caused by it collapsing. How is none of it of like all the seven or eight pillars? How is none of them against the wall though? Because I was at the very top of the wall. So they were <laughs> I was at the top point, but I still it doesn't make any sense still. I've seen pictures of it. I know. How are you sleeping on the top of a, the eighth pillow? It, it, how is your back not upright? Oh, I'm on my side. So it was a side <laughs> dive into the wall, and I bring some of the pillows down with me, I guess. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I woke up to me slamming my head into my wall. I, I like stuff that makes you bad. Like when you had to take a hate nap. What was oh, the, what's yeah. The most, what's the most annoyed you've been recently over something that doesn't matter, like long-term in your life oh the most annoyed. like slipping on a sushi container or something small like that that's not even that was funny i was laughing when i fell on the sushi container yeah i just mean something <laughs> as inconsequential good, as that the most inconsequential that i was angry about that i was like genuinely frustrated about yeah uh fuck um hmm i don't get frustrated all that often i was uh as frustrated about i'm not sure if we talked about it on this podcast or a different one did i talk about what what always makes me like 10 out of 10 angry suddenly and it's really irrational no no it's if i it doesn't really happen anymore because of wireless headphones but if i ever had like headphones in on a wire and i caught it on like a door handle or something and it ripped <laughs> the headphones out of my ears it just really pissed me off to the point where i was like way more annoyed than most other things i would go to like from like one out of 10 to 10 out of 10 for like five seconds and then back down to one. But I can't describe why that's so annoying to me. I just, <laughs> I freaking hate it when that happens. Well, luckily that, oh man, my butt. That, uh, <laughs> luckily that should never happen to you again, right? Because you'll just use wire earbuds, right? Uh, maybe. Like that problem solved. You know, I got, I have one and it involves you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it involves uh, me? Yeah. I got irrationally angry at you for like two seconds last night when I looked over at you and you were smirking when it looked like my character in Survivor was trying to hang herself uh, and get voted out. And I was yeah. like, you motherfucker. I was, I was like, I was angry at you for like yeah, two I looked seconds. Over and to I was you like, and I oh. gave a little like. <laughs> but you can't have been angry, angry. 
I was for like one second. I was like, you. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, it's, we're off duty. <laughs> you have she that was ability. so close to going. Yeah. I don't want us to go necessarily too far down the survivor rabbit hole. No, I let's didn't not pro- do it. That's one of the worst picks I've ever seen, Jeff. That was a horrendous pick. I didn't process at the time when you texted it last night. What a dog shit pick by no, you. No, There's a I, 0% chance to that happen. I completely and totally agree with you, Andrew. Here's, here's how that went. So I thought when we, uh, I thought when we were going to pick Survivor, the way Emily and I always do it is we pick who we think is going to win in the opening episode when they do the first reveal with the uh-huh. na- in the montage with the names and the characters. I picked her there. Because she okay. had like a cancer surviving story. She was, you know, she's a double mastectomy survivor. Uh, it was like inspirational. I know that survivor tends to, lo- they, the editors tend to love those kinds of stories and those people tend to go far. Uh, and they also have like a new lease on life and they tend to be, you know, like be able to push themselves further and stuff because they, like, no matter how bad this is, it's probably not as bad as what they've gone through previously, you know? So I feel like some, yeah. some sometimes those people tend to like, tend to rise to the top uh, in Survivor. And so I made the decision then in my head, and then when we didn't end up picking until later on at the end of the next season, I thought, well, to be fair to the way I play it anyway, I'll just stick with who my first thought was because that's who my first thought was. And I don't think she'll win, and I'm amazed that she didn't get herself voted out this week. Well, I picked the guy that looks like uh, Dave England and Howard Stern had a baby. He's my favorite character of the show so far. I think he's going to take some- no, I think he will make it to the end. I'm just surprised. So they did their whole montage. You're right, Jeff. Her whole story, very inspiring. Also, a key part of her story was that she was almost not on the show. It yeah. sounded like she was a replacement for a replacement. <clears throat> she almost. was. Yeah. So I don't, I'm surprised that that also didn't factor in. Like, clearly not a top. No, it's more like it, uh, it, 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 uh, it was meant to be. Okay, fair enough. I like Gavin's pick more, and I thought when I, I think I was so distracted by Gavin's pick that I completely missed yours. And that is it's a great pick. The end of Survivor talk. Yeah, this we're, week. Not, we're not going to talk about that anymore. I. Uh, <laughs> oh man, how's your I really wish I had You okay? It's not good. I mean, it's like it's it's making me tired. Like I'm, it's sapping my energy. You know. Because it doesn't, it doesn't get any worse or get any better. It's just like you maintain this level of ass pain, and then so you just have to, have to it just like it drains your energy level. Fall can be hectic, but thanks to HelloFresh, you can save time and effort and money and energy and all of that stuff you would be spending on grocery shopping and shopping and planning and figuring out and stressing. Uh, It takes a lot of that pain away so that you can focus on getting back into a new routine and spending quality time with your family. They do that by offering 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian or calorie smart or gourmet options if you're uh, snooty like me. They provide plenty of variety. And ingredients travel from the farm to your door within a week, so you get the convenience without skimping on the quality. Like I know, uh, in in my personal cooking history, I've always I always I tend to overcook chicken. 
uh, I don't know what it is, but somehow when I follow the the HelloFresh recipes, I always end up with perfectly juicy chicken. So uh, I think they're ancillarily making me a better cook in the process, which I appreciate. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Face14 and use code Face14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash Face14. Use code Face14 for 14 free meals, including free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. There is so much going on in the world, whether it's stuff you're excited about. Uh, for me, it's fall bike rides. It's finally uh, consistently under 100 degrees in the afternoon, so I can take like a, a brisk 92-mile-an-hour bike ride, knowing that uh, in a couple months it'll be like an 80, 85-mile-an-hour bike ride. Very excited about that. Or stuff you'd rather not think about. Uh, like, I don't know, waiting at the doctor's office. You can't always control the vibes, but you can control the vibes in your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Whether you use them to pump up, wind down, work, work out, or just ride like the wind like I do on my little bicycle, Wee! Raycons are my go-to for the on-the-go audio. And the new everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Those are all good things. They have an improved rubber oil look and feel and optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These are impressive before you even start listening. And then you get to listen and it gets even better because they sound fantastic. There's also an all-new awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings instead. Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. I wish I could ride my bike for 32 straight hours. Maybe someday. Right now... Face listeners can get 15% off the Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash face. That's buyraycon.com slash face to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash face. I have, a, I have another note in my face notes that I don't uh -huh. understand. Okay. And I'm... Bogrel folders. Similar to, similar to Bogrel <laughs> folders. I don't know what this means. Okay, this is okay. the note. Timing pisses wrong. Anyone else sucked a glass? <laughs> Timing pisses wrong. So, the suck what could that mean? Suck the glass could be in reference to when I gave myself hickeys. Sucking the bottle cap, maybe. We talked about glass sucking at that time. I don't know if that's, oh. that's related to that. Timing pissing. <laughs> hmm. I'm thinking about Austin Powers. I don't know. Is this a recent? When do you write your notes? Um... This is a fairly, this is probably the last two months. No, I don't. Can't. Oh, Nick says, is this a drink contest so you can go the longest without pissing? No, I don't think it's that. Is that your yeah, confidence? Another one just Do you have piss confidence? No, I don't have piss okay. confidence. You can narrow that off the list. What could that mean? Comment leavers, um, let me know if you By know By the way, can means. I just say, this is perfect <laughs> retribution for me for all the years you made fun of me for not understanding my notes that I would write in the idea book. <laughs> I love this and I was sober when I wrote that <laughs> I had a realization I know Jeff you've seen it I've talked to Eric about it Gavin has no idea I'd love to ask Gavin this question okay just to see see his his perspective have you ever seen a train car outside of the McDonald's no so I, the McDonald's where I grew up, both of them had train cars outside of them. What, just on the street? What do you mean? On a track? No, like, like right next to the restaurant. Like they were connected to the, they were right outside. They were like probably like, I don't know, 15 feet away from the restaurant typically. 
to the side. When you'd have a birthday party, that's where they'd hold the party. All the kids would get to go on the train. You eat in the McDonald's. It was called Ronald's Caboose. <laughs> and it was just part. It was part of my McDonald's experience growing up. And I was think I'd never thought about it my whole life until like two nights, three nights ago. It's like, that's fucking weird that there's nothing about the McDonald's brand that has trains tied to it. Why was there a train in these McDonald's? Why was this a thing? So I, I asked somebody. They lived in a different country. So I assumed like, oh, that makes sense that they wouldn't have it. Um, but then I learned that apparently the McDonald's train is not a universal staple <laughs> of like 90s childhood McDonald's. There are like rare... There's only a handful of McDonald's that had these trains. I still don't know why they are. I'll try to. So they were specifically put there. For, they, they didn't just buy a lot of land that had a train stuck on it. No, they were. They specifically bought these trains for their restaurants. It wasn't like they acquired it with the purchase of the land. They brought cabooses in. At one point, according to <laughs> this train website, I read that McDonald's as a business owned more cabooses than any other in the world. <laughs> More than a trade company? They had more cabooses than, like, freight companies? That's, listen, I, I realize that that seems like an absurd statement. I'm not the one sourcing it. This was according to some train fan website, and I'm going to trust the enthusiasm. If you own a train website and you're updating it, I feel like you're probably pretty knowledgeable about trains. Is a caboose a specific type of train car, or is it just the back one? Like, what... What is a caboose? Uh, so based off of the images that I've seen, I think there is a regulation caboose. It might have slight, <laughs> slight changes as far. That was another weird thing. There was no structure to how they had to look like there was regulations in, I guess, their company policy of where you could place them. But every McDonald's, every Ronald's caboose painted a little bit differently. Oh, this episode, Regulation Caboose. Regulation Caboose. Let me see if I can find photos of... It of appears this. we've lost Jeff. We have lost Jeff. We've lost Jeff to his own anus. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. wrote in the chat, I gotta go deal with this. It hurts too bad. <laughs> BRB. I'll send you, this is a photo of Ronald's Caboose. This is the one of the ones outside of, outside of the McDonald's where I live. This is a Ronald's Caboose, Gavin. Ronald's Caboose. It is yeah. like painted red and yellow like McDonald's. It is. There's a few other ones that I like. I'm not sure where this one is based out of. This is one of my favorite designs. It looks like it's just ramming into the restaurant like it's moments before disaster. They've built what? a McDonald's on a train car. This is... I've never seen anything like this. It expands. I thought the ones... The, the McDonald's with like the golden arches were the rare ones. Like the old style ones. The ones with a train crashed through the side of the building. That's the rare one. Where is that? I'd have no idea where that one is. I've I have another one though. It gets wild. There's a variation. I just don't think people realize that there's a whole theme of McDonald's based vehicle restaurants. There is a McDonald's plane in New Zealand. They've got a plane <laughs> version where you can like order the food from the restaurant and then hop in the plane, eat in the plane. I like that the wheel is off the ground as if it's taken off. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'd fly Air McDonald's. Have you eaten in a caboose? In Ronald's caboose? I have. Yeah, as a child. On, on Vancouver Island? On where I live, yeah. There were, I've been no. to birthday parties in the Ronald's We've got to go. Add that to the list when we're crabbing. I'd, I think it's sadly gone. They've renovated since then. Oh. That's why I thought it was like a weird 90s thing, because they're no longer there, at least where I live. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a shame that they, they upgraded the restaurants and they got rid of the trains. That's the... <laughs> This is the last known photo, Gavin, of Ronald's caboose at the one restaurant. It's gone. They, they took it's it away. Taken away. That's the saddest thing I've ever seen. It is. Yeah. And what a bleak looking day as well. 
Oh, that's tragic. Yeah, it was very tragic. So it's a weird, it's a weird thing where I thought everyone had this experience, and I guess it's very unique to have a Ronald's caboose. Were there special you menu live? items for the caboose? No, it was just like literally a place for birthday parties. There's nothing like fancy about it. It was just you got to hop in the train and you were separated from the rest of the people in the restaurant. That's part of the experience. That is amazing. That's blowing my mind a little bit. Spaghetti Warehouse has train cars inside the warehouse you can eat in. Spaghetti where I've never heard of the I've heard of the spaghetti factory. I've never heard of a warehouse. The spaghetti yeah, warehouse. Spaghetti warehouse, yeah. There used to be Didn't one that come up when we were talking about Cheesecake Factory, the spaghetti warehouse? Maybe. Yeah, probably. What was the thing? Cheesecake factory workers don't identify as factory workers. <laughs> <laughs> um But I feel like this is sort of a great people are always like, ah, Andrew's weird. But I don't think I'm weird. It's just this is a product of, of where I grew up. Yeah, that picture of the uh, McDonald's train, that means you're not weird. Yeah, I think it's more of a... St people are like, you're in a different dimension. Maybe I am. <laughs> oh, that's a fancy train car for that spaghetti place. So it's a spaghetti warehouse. It's, it's not just for anybody. It's high class. <laughs> also, uh, uh, I got to be honest with you guys. Mm-hmm. If anything, it made it worse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no, Jeff. Cl clearly, uh, clearly, we need to uh, go back to the drawing board, <laughs> no, which is fine. That's what it, that's what R and D is is for. I think that we need to incorporate. Uh, if I had to guess, maybe some aloe. Yeah, into the the, the milk okay. substance. So not uh, just milk. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> Got know. it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I'm not giving up on the idea. Uh, I think that there's still obviously a need. Uh, the audience has been... Uh, has this even come out to the audience yet? The one no. we're recording? No, they haven't no. seen any of this. <laughs> They're not even aware of the product. I, I have, I'm sure that when the audience discovers the product, I'll feel vindicated. Uh, everybody's going to want a, a piece of this investment opportunity. Yeah, I think the only people who have seen it are the ones in the Slack. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me just, it's, uh, I didn't, it's, it, uh, if anything, it made it cold, made it burn more. So, <laughs> so the cooling effect just made it cold, but it still burned? Yeah, it was, it was just like, it just made everything. It's like, it was, a, it was like enhanced, the, uh, enhanced the whole thing. Um, and how was the flavor? <laughs> uh, oh, you know, I don't like milk. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're selling the wrong thing, Jeff. Maybe this isn't a thing to soothe the pain. Maybe this is an enhancer product. Yeah, this is an anal enhancer that you have on your hands, it's and not Who needs to enhance anything in the anus. I, I mean, would you opt out of enhancing anything if you have the choice to enhance? You always say yes. There's no negative to enhance. What are you it. talking about? If someone said, hey, "Do you want me to enhance your headache?" I'd say no, thanks. Well, uh, no, it could be a better headache. Yeah, you don't turn what down. What do you mean? When you when you didn't go to site when you were in <laughs> cyberpunk, you didn't go. Oh, no enhancements for me. Thank. I'll keep my normal yeah. anus. Everyone like, no, I goes want to the with, a, with a sword and double jump. <laughs> I feel like typically the enhancement is a good thing. Oh. But I see what you're saying. An enhancement of a headache would be a bad thing because you're you're theoretically making it more powerful. Yeah. Do you want to have an enhancement at losing at roulette? Well, I don't need that. I'm already pretty good at that. That's that's not needed. Um I, I don't think yeah. I, I think I'd enhance most most things. And I'm listen, I'm not a judgmental person, Gavin. If somebody wants to enhance their asshole, it's not my business to know why. Just offering a product that will do that. 
It's true. Um, you gotta cover the market. But just because yeah, it's just, not for you doesn't mean it's not for somebody. Exactly. I There's somebody out there that's <laughs> been waiting for years. If only my asshole could be enhanced, they've been saying. <laughs> There's Jeff gotta a be a better that. way. There has to be. And there also has to be a better way than what you designed, because I refuse to believe that a skewer <laughs> with a milk thing on the end of it Pro is not safe. Prototype. It wasn't meant to be the final production model. It's, it's You gotta start somewhere. So based on this new R&D, is there gonna be a a Mark II? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I, think, I don't know, man. I think, I think I got all the... I think we got all the comedy out of that joke. I think we'll just move on to the next product, maybe. I think if I was going to design something to soothe the anus, it wouldn't be something that's long and goes in the anus. It would be something long that you sit on. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe. Like a, like, a, like a frozen hot dog shape that I just sit oh, on. Yeah. And, it, and it sort of goes across... Across the like anus, this. across the gooch. No. And uh, it's just a soothing What if you seat. need internal soothing? Uh, <laughs> I'm not a fan of any of this. Why not? <laughs> I just don't want hands control. I don't, wanna, I don't want gravity to be a factor in my, <laughs> my process. How's gravity a factor? What do you mean? Well, well, I'm assuming... Well, if you're making... Well, I guess, okay. In my head, you were like sitting on... Not, not, not with it up me. It's not okay. That's that, what, that's how I perceive the hot the dog in, in Gavin's contraption. I believe the hot dog is horizontal. Yeah, oh, he's, he's straddling. Okay. On, Gavin straddles a horizontal hot dog. Is how this. Yeah, think of it. Think of it like I'm riding okay. a hot dog, like a, a wizard would ride a broom. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, understood. That's better. I still don't like this product category as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, no, it's I'm not gonna be ordering. Yeah, no, it is. I wonder how many we could sell, though, just as an, a concept. What that even well, looks like. Yeah, I don't know. They, the <laughs> merch didn't seem too excited about it. <laughs> you actually asked them as well. That's not a joke. You, it was in the Slack asking yeah. about selling <laughs> popsicles. Yeah. <laughs> and they said what? that we don't have, like, some fr frozen storage. <laughs> we don't have cold yeah. storage for the popsicles. The limitations of this product was us not having cold storage. There are no other issues with why this couldn't be sold <laughs> as it is. Well, as I said, it's the one inhibitor. You can buy you buy pop ice and otter pops unfrozen, and then you freeze them yourself at home. They make you do the work. It's the it's the dairy of it. You can't have unfrozen dairy. <laughs> it just doesn't keep that long in a warehouse. I assume. Even pivoting back to the McDonald's train for a moment, it did also. <laughs> it brought back a memory in okay. my life that I that I forgot that I had, and uh, it, it blew it blew Eric's mind and our conversation about it. There was a Wendy's. Uh, downtown still there when i was a kid i was like i don't know maybe four or five i'd go there quite a bit and there was a woman there's an older woman i'd say probably late 60s early 70s she had red hair and her name was wendy and because of this i thought that she was the wendy of wendy's and i spent a large portion probably it wasn't until i was a teenager that i realized that i didn't know wendy from wendy's i thought i knew wendy from wendy's for a stretch of my life and you and just very thought that wendy of wendy's worked in a wendy's in canada yeah yeah well i didn't like i was like you know what she looks a lot younger outside the restaurant i'm sure this business has existed for a long time she's just been a career employee it's a family locally run thing <laughs> wendy from wendy's i thought i knew wendy from wendy's and we we're close
Whenever I'd come in the restaurant, she'd, she'd say hi. We'd talk. She'd sometimes sit at her table and just talk with us while we ate. Well, in your, I had a friendship with Wendy. In, in, in your defense, I mean, Dave Thomas named Wendy's after his daughter, right? Wendy, who he is did. a real person. And what year was that? Who yes. exists in the world. And she I'm does. sure this lady who worked at, who was in her 60s and working at Wendy's, and her name was Wendy, if it was even her real name, was probably delighted to let that little kids thought she was the Wendy. She probably encouraged that, and that's probably why you thought it was the case. I feel like I probably asked somebody, and they're like, yeah, and just like the magic of it, let the kid think that he knows Wendy from Wendy's, but I never really questioned it. So is this something you bragged about at school? I never bragged about it, but it was just a fact that I was friends with Wendy from Wendy's. You don't strike me as someone who brags. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, what have I ever bragged about? I'm not a big bragger type person. I, I, I have confidence. I have the burger confidence established. <laughs> I very rarely will brag about something. That's Wendy. Did the lady look like that? That is Wendy, and she does work at Wendy's. So technically, it's not the most ridiculous I mean, I don't thing. think she works in a Wendy's, though. Well, she works for Wendy's Corporate. <laughs> hey, wait, is Wendy, wait, did Dave, did Dave, Tom, Dave Thomas was the Wendy's guy, right? Yeah, and her, his daughter's name is Wendy Thomas. Eric is saying that, that, it's, that it's not, that it's, I thought it was, I agree with you, I thought that's what the story was, Jeff, that he named it after his daughter and his daughter, who has Eric, what's going on? red hair in this photo that Jeff just posted. She's the fourth child of American businessman Dave Thomas, founder of the Fast. And Food what's Club. her name? Melinda Lou Wendy Thomas. So one of the the well, younger the kid name. couldn't couldn't pronounce Melinda and called her Wendy. And Dave Thomas went the name of the restaurant's Wendy's. So he named he it didn't at, name it after any of his kids. Yeah, he named it after what his kid one kid called another kid a nickname. If one kid calls another kid that name but nobody else does, that's the nickname? Do you think that nobody else in the family called that kid Wendy after that? After I that think kid? they did after Dave Thomas named a restaurant after. <laughs> after her? I think they all went, we better buy into this lie. After her? We better You're buy right. into this he lie. Did. He named a restaurant after her. That's a good point. You said it. You made the point. Thank you. After, yeah, Dave Thomas went, uh, yeah, we're going to call it Wendy's. And everyone went, well, I guess we better buy into this lie. I, I don't understand. She has Wendy in her name. It may not be her first name. But she has a Wendy internet. Did she have any siblings? I think four. four. I think Jeff just said four. Oh. They, uh, yeah. They must four. be pissed. She's, she's the fourth child. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that is a rough one. Yeah. If she's the youngest of the kids waiting, <laughs> that's some bullshit. If I was the oldest, I'd want naming rights. What were the other kids' names? Do you know, Jeff? Uh, here, I'll just read what it says on, uh, as a child, Melinda was unable to pronounce her L's and her R's, struggling with her own name, Melinda, and so became known by her nickname, Wendy. See, and then the rest of the family bought into it to feed this lie of Wendy's the restaurant. Then eight-year-old Melinda would eventually become the namesake of her father's restaurant, Wendy's Old Fashioned Hamburgers, or just Wendy's for short. In addition to being There's namesake, really... her likeness was used as the Wendy's logo. Now I'm an only child. And, but I feel like I hear about the conversations of like who's the favorite kid. You cannot make that argument. That family, <laughs> when one of the four has a restaurant chain named after them, it's without a uh, Wendy's number one. I'd like to know the other names though, because it's like was there a scenario in which maybe we had Steve's? Uh, well, let's <laughs> see if it lists uh family personal. They don't cut corners at Steve's Square Burgers. <laughs> His wife was Lorraine. Uh, they had three more daughters, Pam, Lorraine's. Pam, Lori, Molly, Pam's. and son, Kenny. Kenny died in 2013. Kenny's. <laughs> I would like Kenny's. Pam's, Kenny's Lori's, Molly's. I go to Kenny's. Oh, my butt. Mm. <laughs> 
Kenny's would be good. I'm a fan of Kenny's. I like Kenny's. Have you... Am I the only one? Have you guys ever thought you met a celebrity and then realized it wasn't that celebrity? Uh, ooh, that's a great question. I have another one. If you guys need time to think about it, I have a second. I don't second think I have one. Identity. Guy that you know that we used to work with at the day job, uh, Bernie. He had a great story about how he called uh, Nicholas Cage Nick Nolte in an elevator once, and just like <laughs> crushed Nicholas Cage. Uh, but I, yeah, I don't think I have. <laughs> Oh man, I hope this is a fart. Oh, I don't. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I don't, what, what's your other one, Andrew? I thought I sat behind Ridley Scott at a hockey game once, and it wasn't <laughs> Ridley Scott. But I was like behind him and to the left of him, so I could only see the side profile of his face. <laughs> That's a weird one. Looked. Like, how many people know what Ridley Scott looks like anyway? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I, I was convinced it was Ridley Scott. I was very excited about it, and it was at the time where it had just been announced that he was gonna make a Monopoly movie. <laughs> and I didn't want to just like say, hey, are you Ridley Scott or like get any attention by him at all. <laughs> so I just spent the majority of the game just making random Ridley Scott. Like you hear about this Monopoly movie that Ridley Scott's going to make. I think that could be real interesting. Like just random quips about Ridley <laughs> Scott and the films he's worked. I, You know, that alien is sure good. <laughs> I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, I don't know. They maybe make another. I was wrong about that. I shouldn't have wanted that. But at that time. More alien? Another alien would be good. Yeah, we really didn't need more alien. Really? By him, at least. Yeah, I don't think any of any of the alien movies he made post. I listened to the audio back. commentary that he did for Alien, and uh, he mm -hmm. was describing like the space jockey and what he thought. This was before Prometheus, and what he like thought uh -huh. that was. And he was like going through what he thought that story <laughs> would be. Sounded way cooler than the movie that he actually made. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? Oh, uh, it was like, uh, roughly, like what was cool no, it was that was that was a hell of a commentary. It was all like cut up. I think we talked about it. There was bits where like like he was he was doing the commentary, and it was it's like edited between him and other cast members, and he's talking to Sigourney Weaver in some parts. Uh -huh. But then at another part, he's like he's kind of like joke complaining about the actors, and Sigourney Weaver doesn't say anything. And I realized <laughs> that they're from like two different commentaries, filmed or like recorded oh, years apart. It's so mm -hmm. confusing. It's 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 a it's a real good one. Is that one of your go-to, did you listen to a lot of commentary tracks? I mean, that's, uh, what do you mean? Or is that just a thing you listen to as commentary tracks? Uh, yeah, I listen to them sometimes, yeah. It was like podcasts for me growing up. I loved listening yeah, to them. Yeah, I was very confused. I didn't understand uh, the sarcasm of Will Ferrell, or, or just like, I didn't really have a concept of who he was as, as, a, as a personality. I listened to the Talladega Nights commentary track as a kid, and it's just constantly, it's not like any actual commentary, it's just jokes from yeah. my memory. And one of the things in it is it's like, yeah, my house is shaped like a NASCAR. I'm that much of a NASCAR fan. <laughs> so I thought that Will Ferrell's house was a NASCAR. <laughs> I thought it was shaped that way. I had no idea. I used to love commentary. It's one of the like worst parts of streaming for me. I wish that Netflix or whatever still did commentary tracks as an alternate I love option. I, I worked fantastic. once with uh, Jake Scott, oh, which is his son. It's as close as I've been to Ridley Scott. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> Do you ask him about Prometheus? Nope. I don't think it'd been made yet. I didn't see that movie. Not good? It's not worth it, no. Uh, I don't think you get anything from it. It's not canonical to Alien, though, is it? Yes. I thought it wasn't. It's, I thought it was inspired no, it's by all the, like It's supposed to fit in the universe. I think they're all the same universe, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's leading into... I think the idea of Prometheus was it would end with the beginning of Alien. It would tell that story and then go forward from but the But it's the first of a trilogy, point. right? 
Originally, yeah, but I feel like the second Alien Covenant or whatever doesn't really have anything to do with Prometheus. I mean, Ridley Scott... I just, yeah, it does. It's like a direct sequel. It says, So Ridley Scott has told BBC Radio 5 that his new film Prometheus is not a prequel to hit 1979 hit Alien. I mean, it's set before Alien in the same universe, yeah. though. And it has a lot of the same imagery. I don't feel like Alien Covenant... I feel So to me, I feel like it was a correction. Like, I don't... Like, I understand what you're saying. There are characters that continue, and it is a continuous plot, but I don't feel like that was the story he originally planned on telling with that trilogy. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, if it was, I don't know why you would want to tell that story. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching the Halloween movies. Yeah. They're great. Yeah, they're, they the, they're, like, really bad, and then they get... So, uh, the first one, great. Two through six, terrible. I'm now in the 90s ones. Fantastic. Oh. L Cool J, he's great. Great cast. Like, surprisingly good. Michelle Williams is in it. Josh Hartnett's first movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Those are fun. If you're looking for a random dumb thing to watch, Halloween. Yeah, they're uh how have you watched them all? Uh no, I'm uh what's the one? I just I watched Halloween H2O last night. So I'm gonna oh. get the next the Buster Rhymes one. H2O is good. And you're uh you're watching them in order. I am. What did yes. you think of Halloween three? Uh, it's a really cool movie. I wish that they would have stuck with that instead of so originally Michael Myers wasn't gonna be an ongoing character. Like Halloween was gonna be a different story yeah. each time. It was just gonna be based on a, on it happening on Halloween. And then they, they didn't do that because people were pissed that Michael Myers was in it. People were I angry. wish they would have stuck with that. Yeah, Instead of seven Michael Myers movies. Paul Rudd also in it. It's weird. It has like a surprisingly good cast for what those all, movies are. All of those horror movies from that era do. I mean, Kevin Bacon is in uh, Friday the 13th. And, you know, Johnny Depp is in Nightmare on Elm Street. And there was a Corey Feldman is in Friday the 13th. There's a lot of like... What what people that turn Corey Feldman is a step back. Corey Feldman was phenomenal as a kid actor. He was great in that movie. That's fair. It's one of the best horror movies. It's uh, I think it's Friday Thirteenth four or five. He's in. It's really good. I'm disappointed that you guys have never thought you meant a celebrity and and went through that that pain. Uh, I tend to try to avoid celebrities if I see them. I, That's fair. I mean, in the scenarios I'm talking about, I wasn't actively pursuing them. I just thought I knew Wendy. And then I thought I met Ridley Scott. It definitely wasn't Ridley Scott. <laughs> that guy must have been like, why was he? Why did he spend an hour, or I guess two and a half hours for a hockey game talking about him? Do you think that guy what knows? What a weird thing. <laughs> Do you think the guy even knows who Ridley Scott is? Almost certainly not. I agree with Gavin. I feel like, well, maybe by name, I guess, like yeah, I mean, a vague I feel awareness. Like I, I could definitely pull Ridley Scott out of a lineup because, you know, just of the industry I'm in. But I feel like most people know the name, not the face. I couldn't pull him out of a lineup. You don't think so? I can't picture Ridley Scott in my head right now, no. He looks kind of really? like Jake Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I think we should probably go because we lost our support staff. Uh, <laughs> they all took off, and gone. I got to go figure out what to do about my butthole. But uh, before we go, I would like to point out that somebody on uh, one of the comment leavers uh, pointed out to me that Mac Jones, who is Gavin's choice to uh, win Rookie of the Year, uh, yep. that we picked for you, I didn't realize, and I watched him the entire time he worked, uh, he quarterback for Alabama. I didn't realize his name is Michael Jones, which is kind of funny. Uh, and oh. that uh, the Mac comes from his middle name, McCorkle. <laughs> Your pick for rookie of the year's name is Michael McCorkle Jones. <laughs> That's a great name. Hey, Gavin, do you want to trade rookie of the years? <laughs> do not do it. Do not do it. No. Do you want to trade? I'm locked My in with guy. McCorkle. You got McCorkle. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, th I feel like Macaulay Culkin should call his kid that McCorkle Culkin. 
Can we name this episode McCorkle Culkin? <laughs> I have no idea if this was a good episode or not, but if you made it around to the end, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to episode 72 of Face. We will see you next week. I don't give a shit if you rate or review or not. You do you. Bye. We never even got to the thing about the feet. I forgot to mention that. I was right about that, too. I guess I will give me a half point on the taste buds and the ass thing. If you put your feet on garlic, you taste that. It goes ah, you the caught, we, We're no, saving that for is, this episode. You're going to save no, it for the no, next no, episode. No, 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 no. Hey, Craig is still in here. Craig is still in here. He's still technically live. We can't keep talking about garlic feet after every recording. No, no, this is, we're done. We're done with this one. It just needs to be on the record. That if you put your feet in garlic, <laughs> you're going to taste that garlic. Is that true? I don't know if it's garlic specific. I don't know if you can put like a ham sandwich down there and you taste um, that. <laughs> but it's definitely a thing with garlic. Stop and it has it. something to do. How do you what know are you talking this? about? Because it's just a fact, Jeff. How do you know anything? Where did you I read it? the fact? Okay, where did you read it? I don't know where I read it. Why, but why I know I have. Yelling? Why is he yelling? I don't know. I haven't. This is the first time hearing this. I wasn't in your. Because you're, you're trying to cancel. <laughs> Jeff, you weren't here for this. This is the second week in a row. Gavin's tried to block the truth about garlic. Why did you never bring it up need, in the podcast? Because I forgot. I forgot because <laughs> we changed subjects. We're talking about can, throwing baseballs. Can Craig cut this out? Can we put this out anyway? Will Craig record it? I mean, yeah. I'm still recording. Craig is still recording. I'm not recording. I'll go back. I'm not recording. I will go, I will go back to recording. I'm recording again. <laughs> right, hold on. Let me get a new phone. I'm no. back to recording. <laughs> uh, so now, do I need to do this again? Do I need to tell the world about how right I am about garlic feet? I, 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 I just dropped the bottle. How do you? Have you tried it? No, I haven't tried it. I'll gladly try know? it. What do you mean? Just because I haven't tried something doesn't mean you don't know it. What are you, what are you saying? Mental. Did you taste the sushi when you were slipping across your floor in the container? There was no sushi in the container. It, it was a plastic lid. There was Google. a plastic lid. I'm going to Google. Do Google it. feet taste garlic? Bing it. Yahoo, search it. I don't care. You're going to find the same result. It's a thing. Okay. All right. Read it. Read it. It's, Read it to the people. I'll read it right now. It's not because you have secret garlic taste buds on your feet. It's because mm -hmm. the molecules responsible for garlic smell, which is called allicin, A-L-L-I-C-I-N, can penetrate your skin, get into your blood, and travel to your mouth and nose, where you suddenly start to sense the taste of garlic. It goes there in your go. blood to your nose and mouth? There, that quickly, too, apparently. Mm -hmm. That is... I want to do a blind stomp test. <laughs> And see if Wait. Andrew, see Wait. if Andrew could taste the garlic, and we'll get him to stand on three things. People put garlic on their feet to treat athlete's foot and to fight fungus, and I think that is the best idea you've ever had, Gavin. We need a foot taste test. I like Our the garlic? idea that if I drop the garlic at a restaurant and my steak's a bit plain, <laughs> I could just take my socks off and stomp on it to get the effect. <laughs> I wonder, oh my god, could you eat a, plate a plain steak while your foot is in garlic and taste a garlic steak? <laughs> I need to, Are do they make garlic like apples? Are there different variations of garlic? Are you asking if you could scrump garlic? 
No, 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 no. I mean, I'm not, I would never publicly discuss grumping of any kind. But I meant in the sense of there's like, uh, there's a Granny Smith, there's a Fuji, there's a Mac. Oh. There, there are different variants yeah, of garlic there's in like, the same uh, way that there there's are There's like elephant apples. garlic, right? Uh, I need to get more familiar with garlic and we could do like a whole foot garlic test. I think I could get good at that. Like a Hell blindfold. Yeah. Could we do maybe like a what taste best? Like a blind taste test of what your garlic preference is based off of your foot? Foot taste? To, you're going to have to like step on ginger in between to clear yeah. your palate. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of another thing I have an issue with. I have never gone into a grocery store and seen a sign that says these apples are new. But they're inventing apples all the time. What do you mean? I don't know. Well, like the, the apples, apples are constantly being invented. They're constantly making new apples, but I've never gone into a grocery store and been like, this apple just released. It just came out. You got to try this apple. Like See, someone's yeah. bred a new apple. Like they yeah. don't, they don't release, like <laughs> new apples don't drop like albums. Exactly. <laughs> you That's what I'm saying. And they an should. Oh. They should. I feel like people are just like apples. Are, people don't realize how recent apples are. Oh, man. I feel like pink, the, newest, the pink lady. Let me is look. that the newest mainstream apple? All right, hold on. I'm Google this. What's the newest apple? Yeah. Why won't so this podcast like end? Newest apple. I don't know. I don't even know where this is. Is this a... But this... We're we're making shit. Like, this has got to... Why don't oh, we cut it just all this gives me new iPhones. About... Come on, man. I want an apple. What is, for, uh, what is the newest what apple? Is the fruit? We could cut yeah. all this shit about Alien and Prometheus and put this in. This yeah. is better. Uh, it's got... Oh, Cosmic Crisp. Ooh. Look at that. Oh. A Cosmic Crisp. That, sounds, that sounds delicious. That sounds delicious. We could call the episode Cosmic Crisp. When did it come out? When did the Cosmic Crisp release? Uh, yeah, I can tell you. Uh, Cosmic Crisp is an American apple. Fuck yeah, best country in the world. <laughs> with the variety <laughs> designation WA38. Breeding began in 1997 at the Washington State University Tree Fruit Research and Extension Center in uh, Wenatchee, Wisconsin, uh, Washington. Initially overseas. Uh, who cares? Uh, so 97. They started so when Andrew no, was like three. No, no, no. There's no. There's more recent apples than that. That's, well, that's when they like, began. That's when breeding began. That doesn't necessarily okay. mean that's when they finished it. It was first planted <laughs> for commercial use in the spring of 2017. See, 2017. We got a new apple within the last five years. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's I've true. never gone to a grocery store and seen a sign being like, this apple just dropped. Like, come try this apple. Hold I'd be way more excited about fruit. <laughs> This apple just dropped is great. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing that we haven't heard more about Cosmic Crisp, which sounds like a weed flavor, by the way. Listen to this. Promotion and marketing. A $10 million consumer launch of the product was funded by Washington State Agricultural Promotion Funds through the Washington Apple Commission. There is something called okay. the Washington Apple Commission, and they did a $10 million promotional and marketing campaign for the goal for the cosmic crisp i never fucking that's heard of crazy because that's a crowded market the that's apple a, game yeah apple games fucking it is <laughs> it's hard to get dense. in amongst the big dogs yeah <laughs> i wonder like how does that work can i go to a grocery store and find a what was it a oh cosmic cosmic crisp whatever new apple launch yeah. that lasts for a year that's part of its strength is that it sits on shelves for a long time <laughs> Okay, so it doesn't. This sounds like a great apple. It's a. It's, well, I think we need to try to find a Cosmic Crisp. It is a crossbreed of the Honey Crisp and the Enterprise. Oh my God, we have gotten really scrump heavy without even trying. 
<laughs> got like a weekly Apple News. We've become like an Apple podcast. This is interesting. <laughs> it's just something I don't understand. I feel like there'd be a lot of enthusiasm for a new fruit type. That's and they crazy, just don't though. That's a newer it. Apple than the company. That's a newer Apple yeah. than the Yeah. Oh, there's so many. I feel like Red Delicious came out in like 2002, and people love that Apple. I wonder if Popular anybody app. who's a comment lever or anybody who just listens to this podcast who wouldn't mind leaving a comment, if any of you work or know somebody who works with the Washington Apple Commission, I would love to know what your job is like. Apparently, Cosmic Crisps are shipping nationwide November 8th. Is it oh. a seasonal apple? Is it like this year? I don't this know. This upcoming November 8th? Will this be the first run of Cosmic Crisps? Dude, or did they get invented in... Uh, we have got November following the new ship date of November eight. You have all oh, this to... year, November eighth, twenty twenty one. The apples are about to drop. We have a month till <laughs> Apple one. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, November, November is like usually like oh, there's a Halo game coming out, so nope. Yeah, Call of Duty and, and Cosmic. I'm gonna Crisp. go to my grocery store and see if I can pre-order a Cosmic Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> if your favorite store doesn't carry Cosmic Crisp, talk to the produce department manager and ask for it by name. Can you imagine okay. doing that? Oh, until you just shove it up your ass. Oh, oh no, I'm gonna do Guys, it. Guys, we've gotta get we've gotta get Cosmic Crisps on launch day and film a special video of us eating it. <laughs> this is a big damn deal. Oh, oh this is amazing. Oh, All right, we should um, that's a gorgeous logo. <gasps> we can buy them online! <laughs> Where's the See if you can throw it further than your baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I meant to, that's another thing I forgot. I'm forgetting oh, all the things on, I've written down. We, no, just one second. One second. Let me just ask this. So, Jeff, you think you could throw a baseball 80 with uh, some training? Yeah, yeah, with some training. Eventually, yeah, with some yeah. training. I understand, not just like you're going to do it. How far do you think you can throw a football? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, so you don't, there's no 80 doesn't equal a certain yardage for you? No, I'm going for speed, not distance. I couldn't tell you. Okay, fair enough. I just want to ask. Maybe very far, but I don't even know how far is far on a football. Find apples at your local. This is great. All right, we got to stop is... recording. Okay. Uh, and I don't know. Do we replace the Prometheus? We can replace the butt stuff. We I don't know what we want to replace. Or we could just put this in at the end. I just feel like most of the meat of the episode happened after it ended because we're going to have a garlic taste test <laughs> with Andrew. And we are going <laughs> to... And the world is going to shut the fuck down on November 8th oh. when we celebrate Cosmic Crisp drop date. They got Boom. juice. They're gonna, they got Cosmic Crisp juice. It's 100% pure pressed apples. Woo! That's going to be tasty. Is that available now? Can I get a little sneak preview of what the apple will taste like? Can I just buy that oh, apple juice now? Apple in liquid form. <laughs> oh, man. This is exciting. Oh, shit, dude. They have lots of products. They have they have cosmic crisp cider. They have an apple spiralizer that's cosmic crisp branded. That's a little silly. Nobody's allowed to get the dried apple slices. That's a spoiler. That's a future spoiler. I think you have to stay to juice, <laughs> liquid versions of it. <laughs> that is true. We have to stay to juice. As we can only we can only <laughs> we can if only you want a little little we taste. Can't you can go with the juice. Yeah. Maybe there's like this? a live stream launch event that we could host. Wow, you can buy 128 ounces. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. The, it's, uh, attention, Washington Apple Commission. We want to we want to host your live stream. We're interested in doing business with you. Oh, there, is, Gavin, we're fucked. There is nothing in our zip code. Ah, shit. We we might have to travel. Yeah, yeah uh, I'll travel. I will absolutely. Maybe Andrew. You want to attempt to end this thing for the second time? Oh yeah, let's do it. Uh, all right. Well, the podcast already ended, so we can just stop. The second we stop talking, we're done.
You don't think the, the outro should be at the end as well? Well, we already did an outro. Can't they just cut it and move it to the... Could, all right. Could I... Here's the second... I yeah, oh, please do. Can I just say something really quickly? Yeah. We ask people to to rate and subscribe and all that stuff, you know, at the end, because Eric recommends doing that. Well, this, this week I, I, I said do it or don't. We don't care. Yeah, I, I, you did say that. I just wanted to say we never... I want to thank the people that have. Oh. We appreciate it. It's very kind of them to to either when they leave a review, drop the five stars. It's very it's very considerate. You know what? I'd like I to add, to add that. I'd like to add on to that actually. Uh, to all the mm -hmm. people out there who have shared this podcast with a friend or loved one, uh, I I really appreciate that too. I was thinking about it the other day. Uh, in a moment of seriousness, uh, this all started. Mm -hmm. Uh, this all came out of the company Rooster Teeth that we started almost 19 years ago. And that the, the entire success of our company has been because of word of mouth. And I really, mm -hmm. I really appreciate people who like our, our productions enough to share them. And uh, just know that I'll be eternally grateful if, uh, if you have done that or you would consider doing it in the future someday. Really appreciate it. Aww. And some just amazingly sweet people. Yeah. I haven't talked about it on the show. I've been taking calls uh, from people oh, that yeah. listen. Just having conversations, amazingly kind comment leaders. Gavin, do you have any anything nice and humane I, I'm to in, say? I'm in total agreement. I think it's a it's a special thing to be something that people share with other people. Yeah, what a a, a, a rare, beautiful, honest moment from you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Doesn't happen often. All right, and now I gotta I gotta go find something better to stick up my ass. And I'll see you guys later. All right, bye. Bye.